This is Midweek Motion, a creative outlet of Grace Avenue Church designed to help lead, feed, and guide you in things that honor God and build His purpose in you. Here we'll deep dive into curated content, interviews, principles, and conversations that nurture and fan the flames of the diverse gifts, talents, dreams, and aspirations that you hold near and dear. C.S. Lewis once said, the task of the modern educator is not to cut down jungles, but to irrigate deserts. Perhaps today's episode will flood your heart and mind like a fresh stream that flows with motivation, inspiration, and education. This is Midweek Motion. All right. Oh my gosh. We're good to go. Midweek Motion. How are you? Haley Shannon. I'm here. The I'm queen. good. I'm excited. I'm going to keep hitting this on the desk. i got to be careful. Oh, I'm going to yeah. take this off for a minute. Um, okay. Haley Shannon, you are a longtime, not only member, you are <laughs> such an... Uh, a, such a crucial role. You play such a clu- crucial role to everything that happens at Grace Avenue. And so for those who don't know, Haley Haley is not just behind the scenes. She's pastoral. She's got an executive mind. Um, pretty much any and all decisions will come in and through you. <laughs> and you'll, Or you'll know about them. You'll know what's going sure. on. And if you don't, uh, we're in trouble because you should know why <laughs> something might be happening off. or what's going on. So how are you? I'm doing really well. Good. I'm excited to be here and record a podcast so it should be fun let's do it okay i'm gonna start out with a i guess we'll call it an icebreaker um going kind of the opposite what is one mundane or boring fact about yourself instead of like some cool skill you have let's go the opposite way a cool skill versus a boring. yes so tell us a boring mundane fact something that's like this is every day ah huh you too cool for that no, I've got boring <laughs> things I do. What would, what would Pastor Janelle say? Um, <laughs> my hobbies. Sure. Oh, she thinks the, those are... The record collecting is boring to her. Maybe the cleaning of the records. That's very boring to her, <laughs> yes. That's incredibly boring. So that's the way that works of. is you literally have this, this plastic piece of plastic. Okay. <laughs> that's what it is, and you put the records in. You have to put cleaning solution and, and distilled water. So it is water. It's like actual cleaning. Yeah, you literally have to clean uh-huh. like any dirt and grime caught in the grooves uh-huh. of the record, you, in the vinyl record. You put it in there and you just turn it and it it cleans it. Wow. So I'm not one of those guys who will buy the $500 like cleaner. You know, oh. that's a machine. Like, I would never spend that kind of money. Yeah, I'm okay. getting the Black Friday deal. Turn it by hand <laughs> cleaner for like 60 bucks. Uh-huh. Gets the records clean. So. Wow, that's right. actually kind of interesting. So look at you. Yeah, it's boring to her. So. I can see that. Just but I people. think it's fun. So. <laughs> awesome. Well, our topic today is teams accomplish the impossible. We're still going through our 12 attitudes yep. of Grace <laughs> Avenue. I know there's been a series on it. I know we're doing these podcasts, which have been super impactful, super helpful. Um, so let's dive into today. Teams accomplish the impossible. Yep. Where did this kind of get birthed out of? Where maybe was it obviously probably through scripture and that kind of thing? Where do you want to dive so, in first? You know, teams for us are really their everything. Mm-hmm. And when you think about the impossible, that we're trying to uh, accomplish. Yeah. Look at the world. Mm-hmm. Look at society. Look at relationships. Mm-hmm. People not getting along. Look at the difficulty of people have in their marriages in blending families together mm-hmm. in overcoming sin, uh, yeah. past brokenness, failures, childhood stuff. Like mm-hmm. you, you didn't know that when you got older, this much weight and and, and baggage yep. that you'd have to sort through. Yep. No matter how great life was Mm -hmm. there's still some stuff you got to process and deal with and so i think 
part of the challenge that we see today is I'm taking the long way around here to explain yeah, this. Do it. I think part of the challenge that we see today is people want to jump in immediately to, oh, I need therapy. Oh, I need a counselor. Oh, I need a mentor. And I think mm -hmm. what we see scripture outline is mm -hmm. that the body of Christ, mm -hmm. uh, our the integration into that is what heals mm -hmm. and makes us whole. Amen. Right? So there's things I will see about myself if I'm doing life with you mm -hmm. and, and other people, and mm -hmm. they will see things about themselves. Mm -hmm. Right? If somebody says, gosh, you're so positive. I'm like, I didn't know that, you know, mm -hmm. or if someone says you're so negative. Yeah. I would not know that. Right. But I'm challenged or I'm encouraged mm -hmm. and I grow. And I think that so many of us are looking for that in life. And God wants to give that to us, obviously, through the truth of his word, mm -hmm. by the power of the Holy Spirit. But it comes through people. Yeah. And in church life, when we're serving, we get mixed up sometimes when we think that serving is just about the task. Yep. I'm here to do a job serve in the parking lot, serve on the worship team, serve, I do my thing and I'm mm -hmm. gone. Yeah, mm -hmm. but the goal is to be integrated into that team so mm -hmm. that we accomplish this so-called impossible mm -hmm. thing on the earth of yeah. seeing people come to know the Lord. Mm -hmm. I think that's so true and something that I've seen outworked over and over and over. Even in my own life, I can be a solo worker. I get a lot accomplished on my own. I'm a self-starter. And so having that part of my spiritual journey worked out with other people has had a huge impact of on me and growing me as a person and seeing that kind of um, played out. And then yeah. getting to watch that in other people, I think it's one of the gifts of serving with people is seeing not only the work that you're accomplishing, the impossible, but what it's what is taking place and happening, getting shaped in you as the person on the team or the person leading the team. So, yeah. And, and great, when, when I would say that Grace Avenue is blessed because of ministry teams you mm -hmm. know every individual that joins into some sort of ministry team they bring their gifts their talents their personality their their mm -hmm. life their livelihood they bring all that to the table mm -hmm. and then that starts to mix with other people mm -hmm. and people grow together yeah. and people learn things together mm -hmm. you know take it best case scenario people meet each other and find love and get married and have yep. kids and build a family together sure. but other people form business partnerships friendships yeah. just camaraderie mm -hmm. fellowship the bible calls it you know fellowship and mm -hmm. so um what what i think sometimes is people are looking for things that they need mm -hmm. but teams you know inadvertently provide that yeah it builds the church it builds the kingdom mm -hmm. builds people so i think it's another avenue another way for people to realize they're not alone because I think so often we kind of tend to think we're the only ones and serving in teams, serving with people, being in community yeah. is one of the best ways to realize, oh, maybe I'm not the only one walking through this or has walked through this right. and things like that. So I love that. Um, how did you see scripturally, how do you see Jesus modeling this? I know you've touched on that over and over. Jesus built a team. Um, let's go there for a minute and just talk about what we see in scripture through the team Jesus built. Well, in this, to me, in the simplest form, you see Jesus, you know, step into his calling and, and his calling is to draw all people to himself, yeah, yeah. salvation. But he uses people yeah. first sure to draw to himself, yeah. to draw people to himself. And so, um, you know, solo, even when Jesus sent people out, he sent them two by two. Mm -hmm. He didn't just, you know. So you're on your own, good luck, you and the Holy Spirit and no one else. Mm -hmm. And I think we need to hear that more and more sure. because of our American mindset of self-starters, self-builders, self-appointed, self-grown, self-made. All of that's very ego-stroking, but at the mm -hmm. end of the day, 
um, Jesus himself was humble enough to assemble a team around him for the purpose of of growing them and growing the gifts in them. Mm -hmm. You know, he said things to people that they had to recall later Mm -hmm. that they Mm -hmm. didn't even understand at the time. And isn't, I mean, it's kind of like, like being married, you know, will say something to me like I, yeah. I told you that six months ago. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, you didn't. <laughs> but you did. Yeah. You know, and if we're listening, we can grow. Right? Yeah. So that's really good. I think that's part of part of what I see is, is so helpful. Mm-hmm. And then obviously all the one another's in scripture that yeah. we see. Encourage one another, build one another, pray for one another, mm-hmm. lift one another up, mm-hmm. bear one another's burdens. Mm-hmm. All of that. You can't you can't do that alone. Mm-hmm. And if I think people could accelerate their spiritual growth if they would lean into with transparency mm-hmm. and vulnerability, which it sounds scary, but like when you've been doing this for so long, yeah. it's really not. Right. Just get real with people. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. vulnerability. Oh, it's such a big word. Okay, well, just be real with someone. Well, yeah. what if they reject me? Who cares if they reject you? Mm-hmm. Just lean in. Find somebody who will hear your heart. And if if they don't receive you the way you want to be received, they don't determine your value. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like if one person, if you, if you don't get the job, you go to another job interview and try for another job. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And we get scared of people because they don't, we're not received the way we should. And it keeps us from joining, I think, teams. Yeah. Well, it's another avenue or opportunity for us to grow too. Like, what about that moment kind of where there was tension and why and yeah. what was my part in that? And so, again, even in that awkwardness. Right, what insecurities yeah, were there's me a, yeah, or, there's or insecurities. What, did they, what did I say that mm-hmm. threw them off? Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. yeah, so even in that moment, there's opportunities for growth. Absolutely, because, I mean, human relationships just are complex in general. Like so. if, you, if you just take two individuals and say we're getting married and yep. they get married – Right. And they grew up in different homes, different mm-hmm. lives, different mm-hmm. families, different ways of doing things, different expectations. I mean, it's already it's already a recipe yeah. for at the some, very least misunderstanding, some misunderstanding, yeah. <laughs> some chemistry there that, you yeah. know, some combustible things that will sure. happen. So it's just a matter of of keeping that heart that this is not just about me. Mm-hmm. This is about the larger team that mm-hmm. God is building. You know, mm-hmm. he's doing something bigger than just. Yeah my life, my ministry, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And I think that goes back to it. There's so much that God is doing beyond just what he's doing in us. And, but I think one of the beautiful ways that God does do things in us and, and gets us to the things, those maybe desires that we have is through that community, is through serving, is through being on teams. And so as much as you might join a team and it's like, I'm just here to serve and I'm here to grow and I want the Lord to use me. Even in that, he's taking you to where maybe that desire is for you. So much of the outworkings of my life have come through serving, have come through saying yes, have come through um, being challenged on a team, being willing to have those hard conversations to grow with people and to understand people better. And it's kind of... All right, well, let's get real. What's one of the hardest conversations you ever... (laughs) You ever remember having to, well, I don't know if you want to get that real. That's That's really really real. real. That's really deep. Um, It would, well, I can touch on it in the sense, I don't know if I remember the exact conversation. I remember the feeling. I'm sure it was a conversation with Pastor Janelle where she's had to be like, hey, I see this and I feel like it's a little bit off. 
And mm. that sounds like very gentle, especially the way I just said it. Um, and it's Pastor Janelle, it's gentle. It's, she has a way of being direct and gentle at the same time. Right. Um, but even in that, there takes some humbleness. There had to take some growth. There's been plenty of moments along the way in serving in ministry where I have had the opportunity to be like, nope, that's it for me. I'm not growing any further and I'm stopping here because I don't like the way that felt. I don't like the way that was handled. I don't like any of that. And in those moments, I had to kind of get with, well, honestly had to get with the Lord and wrestle those tensions out and be like, okay, what part is mine to play in this? How can I get my attitude right? How can I settle this in me before I even go and have the conversation to settle it between me and the other person? So I think so often we in those challenging moments where people are kind of like, you know, we're doing life, we're serving, we can see how maybe they or the situation is what's to blame, when sure, there might be some of that, but so often if we can take it to the Lord and like settle, like why why did this rub me the wrong way so feistily, I guess you would say, like why was it this thing? And a lot of times the Lord will show you, he has shown me plenty of times where it's like, this is why it's, it's an insecurity or it's a trigger or something like that. Well, going back to what you just said a second ago, the, if, if we get people to understand that when they're serving, they're actually building something bigger than themselves. They're part of something that's bigger than themselves. And I just think the whole way of the kingdom and Mm -hmm. the whole way of Jesus preaching the kingdom Mm -hmm. is us coming out of darkness into light Mm -hmm. and that light we just keep getting illuminated into real truth if we keep following jesus we keep hearing his voice about Mm -hmm. motives and uh things that he wants to deal with Mm -hmm. but when you're part of a team and you're committed to that actual team and that team being uh committed to a larger vision Mm -hmm. be the church or or what have your church's mission and vision you know when you quit on that when you bail Mm -hmm. on that you let the team down yeah Right? Like if the if the bass player and the drummer just to say just decided next Sunday say ah I'm done I'm out I'm not going mm-hmm. I, I'm sleeping in today yep. that throws things off mm-hmm. right if someone in kids ministry just says ah I'm yeah. not I'm not coming in today it just throws things off 100%. right that affects the chemistry it mm-hmm. puts other people into stressful mm-hmm. positions to try and cover areas mm-hmm. and fix things um, you know the, if people could think beyond themselves mm-hmm. that that church life serving together is is very much a team mentality yeah we're here for the lord but we're here for one another right. and we're here with one another yeah um that that really changes the, the attitude mm-hmm. and the atmosphere mm-hmm. right yeah i think it's that supernatural element that maybe we can know is there but we don't always recognize is there like it's different when we're here together serving we're in community there's a supernatural element that's taking place as mm. well you know it's not like it is at work or things like that so what would you say to the person who maybe is listening uh they come to grace avenue maybe they've thought about joining a team but they just feel like maybe there's there's not a place for them i know sometimes um, we've said you can walk in the front doors and because we um, have a heart to do things with excellence it can look like maybe there's not room for someone on a team what would you say to that person that's like i want to join a team i think i want this but i don't know if they i don't know if they need me i don't know if i'm what they're looking for kind of thing People disqualify themselves. Yeah, they disqualify themselves. Or they, they maybe feel that everything is taken care of and mm-hmm. they don't understand that there is, you know, the whole goal of, of a church is multiplication. Yeah. It's not just maintaining. It's mm-hmm. it's multiplying discipleship, people growing mm-hmm. spiritually. Mm-hmm. And I think somehow, some way, we should all make sure that we're growing in that capacity. You know, maybe every look back every year and say, you know, how have I, I know I've grown in this area, but whose life have I impacted? Right. Who have I brought along on Ooh, this that's journey? Good, yeah. um, not just holding my place, 
every year because it's people's lives that we're wanting mm -hmm. to see transformed. Um, I would say to, to, to people to to dive in because you have you very unique gifts and mm -hmm. talents. Um, and it's been such a long time since I've been the new guy in mm -hmm. any type of environment, Same. right? I've yeah. been leading a long time. so But I do remember those feelings of walking in, not knowing people, you know, that person annoys you automatically. You don't like that person seems mean. So you, you don't, you know, <laughs> yep. they're probably not, but right. you know, your insecurities are, are uh -huh. kicking it in. And so you, you're already going into your head about yeah. this. And it's like, just get that out of your head and just say, look, Lord, I want to use my gifts and my talents. I want to help build this church. Mm -hmm. I want to help build the kingdom. Mm -hmm. How can I play a part? Lord, make a way. Mm -hmm. And then bring that same honesty to someone like like mm -hmm. you yeah. or, or or whoever is is leading that time say i just mm -hmm. want to serve i just mm -hmm. want to make a difference i want to make an impact with mm -hmm. the, my gifts my mm -hmm. talents that god has given me and then be willing to be humble enough to be fit into where there's yes. actual need so good mm -hmm. and not just thinking you're the king or the queen of the castle right. and that you know the goal of the church is to serve you right <laughs> the goal is to assemble teams to serve this church and the world mm -hmm. right so mm -hmm. if we can get that i would say that would be helpful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's so important too as you're onboarding and as people are thinking about joining a team and it's it might not be the the best, most right fit the first time. You might like yeah. serve on a team for six months. You're like, okay, that was great, but I actually am really leaning towards this. And we yeah. tell people all the time, we're happy to find the best fit, mm -hmm. but we gotta know you. We gotta know that you wanna serve. We gotta have that, you know, the serving application come through or you talk to someone and then we're like, yeah, let's find the best fit for you. And so, yeah, yeah I think that's good. Yeah, it never works out great for people who need to be the center of attention. No. I'll just say that. That might sting a little, but it, you know, if this we'll has to there. be about you, you won't last. Mm -hmm. You won't last on a team, you know, you'll, you'll make it about you. And that's why you, you just have to ask God to, to reveal that if that's what this is about right this is not going to make you feel better yeah right like right. ministry is not going to make you feel like all of a sudden you're um resolved of every of yes. every one of life's issues and you'll no longer make <laughs> yeah. have to be forced to make good or bad decisions right, and it's yeah. just going to be easy street you're mm -hmm. gonna, it's not about you. Mm -hmm. It's about the mission of Jesus, his mm -hmm. heart for people, his heart for the church, his heart for the world, mm -hmm. and us keeping together as a team, a big giant team, together in that. That's the bullseye. Mm -hmm. How do we honor Jesus through this? Mm -hmm. How do we build what's important to him? He said, I'm build, I will build my church. Yeah. If that's what he's building, that's the attitude I want to have. What mm -hmm. is he building? What do we get behind? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think sometimes we don't know that maybe we're going into it with our hearts a little off until we're in it. And then we're like, ooh, that didn't feel good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so. th this is something I wanted to say that, that I think is part of the challenge with that is, mm. is everybody comes into church wanting to connect to, to some degree. I want to connect with the message. I want to connect with what they're saying. I want to connect with the worship. I want to connect with people. Mm -hmm. uh, I want to connect with the vibe and the atmosphere. Mm -hmm. And so we're already coming in with a lot of unspoken expectations and demands whenever we come into yeah, church and church sure. life that's exacerbated when we start serving on a team because then we want you know people to meet our needs mm -hmm. and we want to make sure they meet our time what do you mean they asked me to do that well mm -hmm. you, you did say you wanted to serve and I, well, I didn't know it meant that you know right, and yeah. so all that starts to get tested um but you know connecting that's something i think that People use that word a lot mm -hmm. when they're having trouble, quote, connecting. I just can't seem to connect. And I would say, okay, time out. 
what does that actually mean? Yeah, it's great. What does that mean to you? I don't feel like I am connecting with people. Okay, well, what, what are your expectations? Mm-hmm. Are you looking for friends? Are you looking for mentors? Yeah. Uh, are you looking for a feeling that you can't even describe? Mm-hmm. Like, what yeah, is it that you mean when you say, because if we say, we'll help you connect yep. to a class, a group, some healing, some counseling, mm-hmm. a team, a friend, and then and we do all that, which we do, sure. and then people say, I just don't feel like I'm connecting. Mm-hmm. Many times people can't describe what it is that they're actually looking yeah. for. And what they've failed to see is they fail to look in the mirror and realize, um, I can't even connect with myself. Ooh. <laughs> and I'm trying to put it on a church in an atmosphere wow. to define me in ways and make me feel ways mm-hmm. that I think I need to feel, mm-hmm. but I can't even tell you how I feel. Mm-hmm. And I think when you get into teams and you get a serving mentality, a lot of that starts to not just get revealed, mm-hmm. but you start to lay it at the foot of the cross yep. and you start to get healed from a lot of that insecurity. Um, and it stops being about the, um, quantity of Mm -hmm. connection that you have Mm -hmm. and the quality that you're seeing come through your life wow it's a big deal it's really big like i don't get off the stage and after preaching the platform you know and be like oh man like i wonder if people really love me today like i wonder if they love me more because of that message i made them feel that like i don't even i don't even think that to me it was like this Jesus said, "Feed my sheep." I am here to feed, mm-hmm. here to lead. I'm here to guide. I'm here to encourage. Mm-hmm. Leave that with people and let God be the mm-hmm. the orchestrator of what gets healed in their life. Wow! Right? That's really good. So, I think that's pretty good note to end on, unless you have something good. to add. No, I think we're at a t- I think we're at a time. Okay. So that was that was fun. I th- I think so. Yeah. Why are you still here after all these years? <laughs> that, that's the question you should a- answer. Oh my gosh, that's such a deep question. You've been part of this team for goodness. For the for the whole the ride. Entirety. Yeah. yeah. Um I mean I think I've probably said it before, but it I don't know why I I started probably as a I felt the call. I felt like, okay, I want to serve, I want to um obey the Lord. And I think that what has kept me has been that, but also um the fruit. Um, there is there is fruit when you're able to say you have stayed and you have some longevity. And I think a lot of times people, especially in our culture nowadays, uh, we want microwaved fruit. We want to yeah. sow a seed and get a harvest. And s- there can be moments like that, I think, in the beginning of our salvation journey. A lot of times the Lord will do things like that that kind of help re, um, reinforce their faith in those early days mm-hmm. when you need it. Um, but along the journey, I think there's times when there isn't, there's just something about staying staying and saying yes to Jesus over and over and over and what he's calling and what he's asking. And um, the fruit of that in people's lives has just been more than I could have expected. Mm-hmm. The fruit of it in my life as well, but but seeing it in other people's lives, seeing and hearing the stories and the testimonies and, you know, talking with um, somebody just a couple weeks ago and hearing how they are, have put roots down here, how the Lord has done a work in their life and how now they're already talking about their children coming back and mm-hmm. they'll know where their children will be. They will be in the house of God and, yeah. and it will be Grace Avenue. And so the fruit like that, seeing that has um, I feel like in the beginning there wasn't a ton of it and it was really just faith that there would be. Yeah. 
Um, but recently there's been a lot of moments like that where the Lord has kind of been like, see, like this yeah. is, this is what the fruit is from that. So I think that's what's kept me. Well, after this first decade, we're entering into, mm-hmm. you know, the next wave of what will eventually be generational yeah. and legacy because, you know, people that came in as young people mm-hmm. are now, you know, people that are growing and getting older yeah. and now they have kids and, and families and careers. Yeah. Um, and they were working things out back in the day mm-hmm. and now they're, They've worked those things out and they're mm-hmm. getting onto a lot of life. And that's yeah. very, very uh, satisfying. I was talking to somebody at lunch today about that. It's very satisfying yes. to see that, mm-hmm. to, 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 to know that you're not just impacting someone in a moment, but for years, it's an honor. Yeah. It really is an honor to do that. Yeah. So, well, and it goes back to serving, honestly. It really so. does. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's why you got to join a team. That's right, because they accomplish the impossible. Join a team. Yes, you. Don't disqualify yourself. We'll change you. <laughs> we'll change everybody. All right. That's right. We're done. Okay, we're done. All right. See you next time. All right. Thank you, Pastor Daniel. That's it for today. Until next time, remember that the God we serve is greater than any of our failures. He's more invested in us than any human on the planet. You're a gift to this earth, to this generation, and maybe even the next. So don't shortchange yourself. Keep growing and live your life to honor Jesus and his purpose in you. Join us soon for another episode of Midweek Motion.